in Deuteronomy 11 this morning. What a privilege it is to be here this morning. I'm thankful for God's grace and His mercies this morning. I've had to, He's never had to apologize to me, but I've had to go many times. He's always been willing to show that mercy. Thankful for His grace and continued compassion and mercy upon a, an old wretch like me. My, what a friend. What a friend we have in the Lord Jesus Christ. And verse 18, it, it, therefore, i, I got to go back to verse 17 to cover that therefore. He said, and then the Lord's wrath be kindled against you, and he shut up the heaven that there be no rain, and that the land yield not her fruit, lest ye perish quickly from off the good land which the Lord giveth you. Therefore, if we, if we don't want to be, uh, we don't want to cut off God's blessings, we don't want to cut off God's presence in our life, therefore shall ye lay up these my words in your heart. My, he's talking about the Ten Commandments. Lay up therefore these my words in your heart and in your soul, and bind them for a sign upon your hand. Let bind them. you got ten fingers. <laughs> those ten commandments. It's a sign. Bind them upon your heart, those ten commandments. When we look at our hands and look at that ten fingers, it should remind us of those ten commandments. Bind them for a sign upon your hand, that they may be as frontlets between your eyes. And let those two, and, and Moses has already covered. He's repeating himself. He's already covered a lot of this. But he said, "That's your front, frontless. That's your eyelids. When you close your eyes, think about those ten commandments." My, if we, if we want to feel God's presence, if we want to be in the will of God, do you see those commandments has to be out in the forefront of everything we do and say? We've got to live within the boundaries of those commandments. We can't. Ignore that. Now we can. We're saved by grace, and we're saved by through faith, and it's not of a thank. It's a gift of God this morning, plus minus nothing. I'm saved because Jesus died in my place and for my bed, and that innocent blood He shed cleanses me and washes me and makes me whole. Praise His high and holy name. But if we want to have any kind of a relationship with God. If we want to know him personally and intimately, if we want to be able to feel his presence and his joy and experience his peace that passes all understanding, those Ten Commandments has to be out in the forefront. We can't ignore them. We can't shut them back, uh, put them back in the back seat somewhere and forget about it. They've got to be as frontlets before our eyes. Every time we see our hands, it should remind us those Ten Fingers of those Ten Commandments. Ye shall teach them, in verse 19, your children, speaking of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. How much better shape would our nation be this morning if every family, if, if every family across our great land would, would obey this one verse? How much better would our schools be this morning if those children sitting in them classrooms knew about the Ten Commandments and it had been drove and pounded into their hearts and in their minds ever since they, the mom held them in their arms. They pounded. Oh my, teach them your children, speaking to them when they'll sit us in thine house 
And when thou walkest by the way, we don't do much walking, but we drive down the road. We should be talking about those Ten Commandments. When thou liest down in your bed, we should have those Ten Commandments on our hearts. And when thou risest up, they should still be on our heart and on our mind. And thou shalt write them upon the doorpost of thine house and upon thy gates. We should have something when we enter our property to remind us of those Ten Commandments. We should have something on the doorpost of our home when we go in to remind us of those Ten Commandments. And listen to the benefits. Verse 21 that your days may be multiplied. That your days may be bought multiplied. Think about that now. Now people's going crazy over the vaccine, these fights and contentions well, over the vaccinated and unvaccinated. People goes crazy over exercises and vitamins, and there's nothing wrong with that stuff. Eating good, nothing wrong with But if you really want to get length of days, yeah. if you really want to extend your life, Hillary. extend your health, Put these Ten Commandments out in the forefront. Live within the boundaries of these commandments. Thou shalt, that your days may be multiplied. If you really want length of days, if you really want good health, those commandments has to be out in the forefront. And they must be as frontlets before your eyes. He said, and listen to this, and the days of your children in the land which the Lord swore unto your fathers. Do you see it also that your days may be multiplied and the days of your children. Why, why does it go to the children? Because our children don't hardly ever do what we say, but they almost always do what we do. Yeah. And if we've, got, if we've got those commandments out in the forefront of our life, we've got little eyes watching us. And, and it's penetrating. And, and, and nine times out of ten, they'll follow in our footsteps. Not always, but most of the time they do. That He said that your days may be multiplied in the days of your children in the land which the Lord swear unto your fathers to give them, and listen to this now, as the days of heaven upon the earth. Think about that now. What is he saying? If we'll put these commandments out in the forefront, we'll live within those boundaries. Do you see we can have days as, as we can have some heaven here on earth. That's what he's saying. We can experience the, the, the joy of the Holy Ghost. That's a touch of heaven. When we experience that joy, when we, when we experience that peace, even in the storms and in the valleys, and we can still have peace, that's a touch of heaven here on earth. But do you see we'll, we'll never have a touch of heaven here on earth by ignoring these commandments. We'll, we'll never feel his presence. We'll never feel his joy. We'll, we'll never get that feeling. I, I thought Sunday night when Pastor John was preaching, my, what a wonderful message he Amen. preached Sunday night. And, I, and sitting back there, I got that feeling. I didn't know what to do. I had to do something. Do you see that feeling that you get? You don't know what to do, but you got to do something. And, and I shouted. Some people shout. Some people cry. Some rod, Some people run around the church. But you don't know what to do. You see, you'll never experience that feeling until these commandments come out in the forefront. Amen. And you live within those boundaries of those commandments. Oh, my. Praise his high and holy name. I love the word of God this morning. If ye shall diligently, verse 22, keep all these commandments, which I command you to do them, to love the Lord your God. Over in the epistle of John, John said, if you love him, you'll keep his commandments. If we don't really love him, those commandments is not going to be important to us. Amen. 
And my, we shouldn't have never have no problem loving the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. If we'll just keep it clear in my, our minds what he's done for us. Right. My, we, we're not worthy of heaven. Right. We're not deserving of, of God's grace. Amen. But he looked beyond all of our fault. Yeah. Saw our need of a Savior. My, there ain't nobody ever loved us and done for us what he's done for We should never have a problem loving him. And if we truly love him, we'll want to keep those commandments. We'll strive to keep those commandments. To love the Lord your God. To walk in all his ways. And to cleave unto him. My, we should, not, not some of his ways, not part time, but walk in all of his ways. And cleave unto him no matter what. There's no, whom else do we have to turn to anyway? Who else has the words of eternal life but the Lord Jesus Christ? There's no one else can save us, can keep us, deliver us, heal us when we're sick, supply our needs. There's nobody like Jesus this morning. Cleave unto him no matter what. Come what may. We'll cleave unto him. Oh, praise his high and holy name. Glory. Then will the Lord, listen to this verse 23 now. Then will the Lord drive out all these nations from before you, and ye shall possess greater nations, mightier than yourselves. Every place whereon the soles of your feet shall tread shall be yours. From the wilderness of Lebanon, from the river, the river Euphrates, even unto the uttermost sea shall your coast be. Now the children of Israel, they, they, they've, they've only, uh, to this day, they've only got just a very, right. very small portion of the land that right. they could have had. Do you see they had potential? God promised it to them. He, he paved the way for them, and they had potential. It's, it's from down the Nile River down in, down in Egypt all the way up to the river Euphrates. It would it included a, it would included Syria, Iraq, Saudi Arabia, Kuwait, Amram, all those Middle Eastern nations right in there. They would have been a superpower unto this day. They they had potential. Do you see? They had potential, but they got up there in the and got their foot in the door of the Promised Land, and they got content. They were satisfied. The the commandments no longer became important to them. Back there in the back seat somewhere. They didn't put them out in the forefront. And they never got what, they, what, what, what was promised to them because of their disobedience, their unwillingness. Their unwillingness to live within the boundaries of those Ten Commandments. I thought I read a book probably close to 20 years ago. I hadn't thought about it in years, but the Lord brought it to my remembrance. Uh, I, I thought you, we, we put it in there. The Lord can bring it out when he needs it. But if we don't ever put it in there... He can't bring it out, but he, but he brought it out. And, and this was an old preacher wrote this book. He, he fought in World War II, and he, and he came back from the war and became a, a preacher of the gospel, and he wrote this book. But he said over that he fought over in the Pacific Ocean over there, and he fought the Japanese during World War II, and they would go into them islands to overtake them islands, and he said that, that the Japanese controlled, and he said first thing they would do, they would establish a beachhead on that island. Establish a beachhead. They'd come in with the, the, the boats and the guns, and they'd have planes overhead, and they tried to get them a place established on the island and, and fortify that island. And, and, he, and he, he compared that to us getting saved and born again. Do you see, when we get saved, it, it, it's a battle, 
It's a battle to get saved. The flesh fights us tooth and nail. The devil fights us. It's a battle. It's a struggle. One of the hardest battles is getting saved and getting getting born again. And he compared to that getting that beachhead to, to being being born again and being saved. But then he said you got to said that once they got the beachhead established, then they'd go out and try to take a section of the island at a time. They go out and they would have battles and fight the Japanese and, and take one section at a time. And he compared to that uh, to us living our Christian life. Do you see? We don't come up off the altar perfect. Right. We, we don't come up off the altar sanctified right. and Christ-like. We come up off that altar with a lot of improvement needing to be made. A lot of changes needing to be made in our life, in, in the way we think, and in our attitude, and, and in our daily walk, and our daily talk. There's a lot of things. But do you see, uh, just like Israel, they, they got their foot into the door of that land, and they were satisfied. A lot of Christians is getting their foot, they're, they're establishing that beachhead, they're getting saved, and they're getting born again, and got their foot in the door, and they get satisfied. And they get content. And when they got a whole life to conquer, all, a lot of things in their life, a lot of changes needs to be made, and they're never willing to make those changes. Do you see, anytime we make an improvement in our life, anytime we draw nigh to God, there's going to be a battle. Just like them in that island, every time they'd go and take over another part of that island, they'd have to fight the Japanese. But do you see, what if those uh, soldiers there on one of them islands, they'd, they'd establish the beachhead? And they put away their guns and got out their launch chairs. Right. Laid back there on the beach. You think the Japanese would have just sat back there? (laughs) Do you see, when we get established, my, we need to grow in the grace and knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we need to submit ourselves and surrender ourselves unto Christ daily. That we might go out and conquer other areas of our life that needs to be conquered for the Lord. It's not going to be easy. It's a battle every time. One of the hardest battles I ever went to was when I stepped out here to teach his word. Uh, I thought, uh, you wouldn't believe. I'm not going to tell you. You wouldn't believe some of the things I went through. I went through it, a lot of it with Roy Moles. And Roy told me, he said, he went through a battle. And he seen a lot of other. He said, he ain't never seen nobody tried like I was tried when I stepped out. Do you see there's a battle? Every time we conquer another area of our life. See, a lot of people steps out. They steps out, and when the battle comes along, they hang tail and run and go back to the beachhead. But we've got to stand. We've got to stand fast for the Lord. But the, the battle, the, the, there's peace beyond the battle. There's victory beyond the battle. The battle's always going to be there, but the end result's always going to be worth it if we'll stick with the Lord and we'll draw nigh to God. And we've all got areas of our life that still needs to be conquered. There's no doubt in my mind. And my. There's peace in the valley. Do you see? We'll never experience the joy and the peace and 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 that and that blessings of God down there on the beachhead, being satisfied with our foot in the door. I, well, I've got my get out of hell free card. That's all I need. We need much more. There's joy in this way, and there's peace in this way. There's victory in this way. We don't have to be defeated this morning. My, we've got victory in the Lord Jesus Christ this morning. Praise His unholy name this morning. Woo! Glory to the Lamb of God. Woo! Every place wherein the soles of your feet shall tread shall be yours. 
From the wilderness of Lebanon, from the river, the river Euphrates, even into the othermost sea shall your coast be. My, we've got potential this morning. Israel had potential of gaining all all of that land, but they were satisfied with the little piece that they had. Wasn't willing to go out and fight the battle. Wasn't willing to step out. Wasn't willing to put the commandments in the forefront of every decision that they made. Therefore, in verse 25, shall no man be able to stand before you. Listen to that. There shall no, shall no man be able to stand before you. It had, it had stipulations. If they keep the commandments. If they were drawn out of God. There shall no man be able to stand before you. Our biggest enemy is old flesh and blood right here. Yes, sir. Do you see if we'll... Put those commandments out in the forefront. Put Christ first and foremost, not even this man. There shall no man be able to stand before you. For the Lord your God shall lay the fear of you and the dread of you upon all the land that you shall tread upon. As he has said unto you, the Lord was willing to go into those other nations and give them a bad attitude. Do you see if you play sports, you've got to have a winning attitude. You You go... that go out to play sports and, and you're already defeated before you go, you're not going to win. The Lord was going to put that in those soldiers, that, those other lands' hearts and minds. They're going to be defeated before even before the battle. My, we, we've got victory this morning. <laughs> we've got victory in the Amen. Lord. My, this thing's more than, more than just fire and shore. My, there's joy in this way. There's peace in this way. We don't have to be dead this morning. Amen. My, we've got victory in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise His name.